Previously, on Realms and Nerds, The Vasanoka Adventures. There's just an immense darkness, as though something is just utterly off around them. Ben points out the strangest colored raven. It has a slight red hint to it. Uh, after the raven flies off, this feeling dissipates. Just up the river, they're starting to build a dam. We would rather not have to do anything unsightly. Perhaps you care for this region should try to handle this before we do. I'm Tilby. I'm the, the town tinker. Been working with the mayor. Yeah, been helping with that their dam. Raven and Tilby take off. Why did you bring that gnome here? Oh, he wants to talk to you. This builder somehow will be able to change the mayor's mind, even though we've already talked to him, and he has done nothing. Wait, 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 you've talked to the mayor. We've talked to that there gnome. The mayor is not the one killing us. Out comes this big reddish-brown bear. This is something dark. I think that we better go. I'm gonna draw the root sword. She feels a small hand touch her on the leg, and she's put under dominate person. Go! Put your head in that there water for a little while. She puts her head in the water. Raven awakes, coughing up water. She finds herself not where she would have expected. Um, she's quite a bit of a ways off the river. Beside her is Tilby. Tilby did cast a spell on Raven that is called Brainwash, that essentially the entirety of the time leading up to and after your having been fallen under dominate person, your memories fuzzied and altered, either to forget completely or to have any altered remembrance of what did happen. Oh, is that you? Tilby! Raven! How are you, friend? You figure, you figure oh, out the... not good at all. Go get your friends. I gotta go find the doctor. The doctor? What happened? Here, take Raven. I'm gonna go find the doc. Yeah, he, he grabs Raven and is like, Raven, what happened? They and tried uh, to drown takes me. Off. The, the, the nymphs? The, yeah. The, what are they? Are? They, they, they tried to drown me. Tilby is, is walking back with the doctor. He applies some herbs and then is uh, able to use some magic to heal the rest of the ailments to Raven's leg. I really only specialize with healing the body, not the mind. Um, all I can recommend is perhaps a, a good night's rest and a clear head tomorrow. Kroll starts to feel bubbling in his gut, and what comes up is this like just gel-like mess. After he throws it up, it kind of moves a little bit. And then it just kind of like stares at him. Hey, you know what? I'm sad I'm gonna call you Ferbert. Lou's going to the bar. Lou starts to notice a figure in the corner at a large round table. The name's Rackle. They call me the, the gamekeeper. Lou, you've literally been here for over 12 hours. You are probably about to drink yourself to death. Ben is gonna lead Lou out of the bar. Right behind them comes Rackle. Ben, Ben, this is, uh, this is my new friend that I met today, Rackle. He is a bard and a, a, a game master. It's very interesting. A keeper. Gamekeeper, I'm sorry, gamekeeper. 
congratulations on making so much money on what apparently passes as music these days. Uh, I bid you good night. I must help the prince retire for the night. Well, of course, I, I bid you both uh, good night. Uh, I'll be seeing you. He starts walking in the same direction as you. You know, usually when you bid adieu, you don't travel in the same direction. Just piece of formality in case you're not quite <laughs> well my new friend I'm just heading out of town I I'm staying at the hotel right on the edge oh how <laughs> lovely um, do pardon us a second uh, I believe we need to make a rest stop I think the prince needs to use the restroom uh, good night Hold on a moment, Ben, I'm almost done here. Lou, it's already been like eight minutes. <laughs> how, how much can your bladder hold, your majesty? Well, I mean, I don't... That's a very scientific question for which I am not equipped to answer right now. He comes out and spurts. <laughs> Very much that the the bladder holds as much as it will hold, and no more and no less. A little bit of a philosophical thought for your evening. Uh, I surmise. Oh, well, anyways, shall we be going? Hold on, I just need to pause. I'm going to have to create pissing audio. <laughs> when I Should get be simple enough. Well... Then I suppose we should be getting back to... And then he leans out and looks and makes sure that that one dude is well and truly not waiting for us. Rackle? Uh, whoever the entertainer guy was. Rackle. That's yeah, Rackle. Him. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, you didn't ditch him. He headed back to the hotel. Cool. Great. So we ditched him. Perfect. Mission accomplished. What do you mean, mission accomplished? That was me, ding-dong. Ben don't sound like oh. me. Wow. Ben's British, first of all. Is or British-sounding. Should you be getting back to the hotel now? Yes, that is advisable. We, um... A lot to, lot, lot to do tomorrow. You've sobered up incredibly fast for somebody that's been day-drinking on a binge. Well, you see, Ben, <laughs> there is an art... I wouldn't call it a binge. There is an art to extending the drinking throughout the day. It's a lot of pacing, and it's very complicated. There's a constitution check for me with disadvantage. It's, it's just weird that in a span of eight minutes you've gotten completely sober, almost like we recorded a new session and you forgot you were drunk as shit. <laughs> Is it just a check or a saving just throw? Just a constitution check. Okay. So four. Yeah. Loose super plaster and he's talking out his ass right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm perfectly fine. <laughs> Wait, do I sound less drunk than I did last time? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, because... 
I just for- fucking vomits on the ground right there. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'll pull. I'll pull it back up a little more. I was. Uh, I forgot how how much I was hamming it up last time. Anyways, um, the the thing is that the hotel is very far away, and I don't I, I don't know if I can walk all the way there. You're going to walk all the way there if I have to carry you. <laughs> Could maybe we'll just sit down for for a while. Nope. And he grabs Lou by the arm and starts leading him back towards the hotel. Oh, Ben, you're, you're very strong. Well, of course I'm strong. What'd you expect? Lou feels himself hoisted up into the arms of Gareth Brooks. Oh, yeah. Who starts trundling down the walkway. <laughs> <laughs> Roll, I rolled a check there to see if I could contemplate what's going on, and I actually rolled a 19, so apparently, even though he's super drunk, Lou actually is able to remember <laughs> that Gareth Brooks is a thing. Hmm. We're lucky. I was gonna. I was rolling a perception check to see if he would notice the bar on the way back and then stop, because mm. Gareth is a drunkard. <laughs> but, uh... I rolled really bad on my perception, so he didn't notice the bar that they passed by. They already passed the bar. Well, the other bar. Oh, well, that's closed. That's just a distillery. Oh, well, he didn't notice it anyway, so... They have respectable hours. Okay. Your your name is... Gareth. Gareth, yes. Yes, I remember. I like you much better than Ben, I think. Everybody does. Ben's a fucking wussy. Uh, okay. Uh, I, um, wh- where are we going? Uh, taking it back to the hotel. Ah, yes, that's right, the hotel. And then we can get drunk. Ah, yes. I, I believe they have a, a, a bar. They have a bar in the hotel. A bar in the hotel. Gareth picks up his pace. I, I think I don't. Rem- that may have been the last hotel. I don't remember. We've been so many places, Gareth. This has been an incredible journey. It sure has, little man. And about this time they're getting back to the hotel. You can see all the lights are pretty much out in the hotel. Just You see um, one light at the very top. You think it might be in Tilby's room. And then it looks like the other lights are currently off on... The, the rooms that you were staying in. Oh dear, everyone's gone to bed. Oh, that's alright, we'll break in if we have to. <laughs> I mean, we we are staying here. I think we are allowed to go in. Oh yeah. Well, and Gareth sets Lou down. Uh, take me to your booze. Boo, the boo, yes, the booze. Uh, it's, I think there's still some in the room. We'll go. Ch- we'll go check. Good. So you guys going inside? Yeah. Heading all the way upstairs. Yeah. Lou, roll. Um, roll me another Constitution check with this. Uh, five. When Lou gets to the top of the steps, 
he is very out of breath and um, <laughs> is starting to feel a little wheezy and needs to lay down very soon. <sighs> Gareth, Gareth, I believe I need to to lay down. Not till we get to the booze. And Gareth, Gareth kind of just like helps him along. <laughs> well, the, the booze is in the same place as the bed. Awesome. Take me there now. Alright, we uh we get to the door of the room. Open the door. I believe you were staying outside. Uh, I think I was staying outside in the stable. But no, you 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 did have a there's two rooms and two beds in each room. Oh. I thought Raven was like, I'm not sharing a room with anyone though. Yeah, but she's like Did she go oh, okay? oh, out I forgot. No, that's I'm thinking stable. I'm thinking of a different time. Yeah, but so Raven is in um the far room. I assume you guys go into the, the nearest room. So yeah, well, yeah, yeah, because that was my room. Yeah, so it's just an empty room. And I believe Kroll took the keg back to the hotel yes. earlier that yeah, day. Yeah, he already dumped. They so got the keg full of The keg is probably not in that room. Uh, uh, but there's two beds. I need the booze. Where's the booze? Uh, let me just lay down for a moment. <laughs> um, Gareth tosses him onto the bed. There you go. Now I need to find the booze. Well, it was supposed to be in here. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's in the other room. Gareth rushes out the door to go into the other room, and we will cut back to Kroll. The gates have been closed, so at this point, coming back to the city, you have two options. You can either. Go knock on the gate, talk to the gatekeeper, and see if he'll let you in this late at night. Or you can try to climb on the outside of the, the I don't know, sneak in somehow. Um, well, okay, a second. Uh, my stealth's not, stealth's not great, so I'm going to try and persuade the guard, I guess. So he's going to knock on the gate real loud. Hey, anyone in there? Oh, I got locked out. Hmm. <sighs> Where is it? Well, it's cool. Not that you necessarily know me, oh. but... Well, you sure are a scary sight. Oh, thank you, sir. That's rather kind of you. Well, I'm afraid I got locked out. You see, I was sent outside to uh, do a little bit of a... Uh... Sorry, sir. What is your business here in Batak? Oh, uh, we're just... Pa- me and my companions are just kind of passing through, you know. And while you see, I was out here just trying to figure out the direction we'd be traveling next. And unfortunately... I was out later than I figured I would be. Here I am now. Uh-huh. And where are you staying? I'm staying at the hotel in town. My friend Prince Lou Wisterian should be there, as is my friend Raven and uh, Ben. Aw. Very well. I'll make sure I'll see you off. Oh, very kind. And he opens the gate. And then you fucking murder him because I, he's a dumbass. I, 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 <laughs> That's very kind of you, sir. And um, Kroll is going to hand him a bag containing 30 gold pieces. Shit. That's real well, generous. Well, thank you, sir. Um, Not a problem, friend. Um, Well, it seems you know your way. Indeed. I, I should be able to see myself to the hotel. Make sure to keep a sharp eye, though. You know those water nymphs and whatever out there. Not enjoying the, the dam and all that. Keep a sharp eye. Uh, I don't really know what you're talking about. Um, 
Well, you know, not everyone necessarily likes the the dam and everything. And from what I hear, there's a little bit of a feud going on. But it's not to worry about with someone like you standing guard. I have complete faith in you, son. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> He's like, hmm. <laughs> anyway, I'll be off now. i got to go find my friends. And he just waves and heads back into his little house. Under his breath, Crow's like, if that is the guard of this place, this place is screwed. And then he's going to make his way off to the hotel. Alrighty. Um, when Crow gets to the hotel... Well, when he goes inside, is there like a... like a? Does the hotel have a restaurant at all inside? Like a tavern? Or no, it's is just, it just a straight-up hotel? There's, yeah, it's just a hotel. There's a okay. reception desk and a small sitting area. Is the receptionist there? Or do they go to bed or whatever? No, everything is closed up for the night. Okay. Then he's going to go to his room for now, I guess. Alrighty. As Crow's coming up the steps, he hears one of the doors at the top of the steps swing open and then slam shut, and then some loud footsteps going down a hallway as another door gets thrown open. What the frack was that? He uh, kind of, not necessarily leaps up the last few stairs, but he picks up his pace a little bit because he's kind of curious who's making all the noise. And Gareth is throwing open the door to the, has just thrown open the door to this second room. Booze, where are you? Well, I can show you where the keg is, but... Raven is awoken by this commotion. Who the fuck is making so much noise? Where's the booze? Gareth Brooks, you shut the fuck up and go to bed. Right. Not without booze. Listen, sonny. I'll wrestle you. Come on, let's go. Listen, buddy. I know where a keg of booze is for you. Come with me. Get, get right up to the door. Straight in the room, bud. He thunders into the room. And uh, Carl shows him where he left the keg from earlier after filling it up with alcohol. All right. He, he has so many fucking... He takes the keg and <laughs> rushes out of the room to go back into the other just, room. Just make sure to fill it up tomorrow. He has way too many colorful characters in his head. That is rather unfortunate, but what do you do? Split personality and all that. Anyway, I'm going to, uh, not necessarily bed, because I can't exactly sleep, but I'm going to go work on my sword, I guess. Make sure my rooms are up to date and all that. All right, stay dry. Stay stay warm. Will do. Oh, by the way, meet Ferbert. And he holds his hand out with the slime (laughs) creature in it. What in God's name is that? (laughs) That would be my new little pal. Met him out while I was out and about outside the tea. I'm going to bed. Yeah, you, you do that. Me and Farmer are going to hang out for a while. I'm going to be here when I wake up. <laughs> and and she, hold, she kind of holds her stomach and holds her mouth and walks into her room. He'll, and you can hear an audible sound of... Oh, you were already like laying down in bed. Oh, they came into your room. Oh, they came into my room? Right. Going to turn to a mouse and go sleep in the stables again? No. Mm, no. Mm-mm. Oh, you, got, you can go ahead, and go ahead and go ahead and go back to bed. I'm just going to sit over here and chill with uh, my new pal here. <laughs> not my you can, room, you're not. You can hear some struggling, and then you can hear the sound of vomit being poured <laughs> into a bucket. <laughs> Wonder what her problem is. All right, little buddy. For now, I'm just going to set you here, and I'll find you a jaw later tomorrow. So, Gareth, um, are you spending your night drinking, or are you going to go to bed? Gareth is uh, drinking, and intermittently changes between Gareth and the furbolg form that popped up before. Basically, as he gets drunker, he keeps 
switching between it, and then eventually it becomes just like random amalgamations of creatures. <laughs> As he gets super drunk, it's just like you know, like one limb that looks like this, and another limb looks Fucking like another. Frankenstein turns into his natural form. Yeah, eventually yeah, comes out as a changeling. Eventually, basically, when they wake up, they're going. He's going to be passed out on the floor in his natural changeling form. Oh, there's some. Oh, the Samarillo and Gumbos. If only it were out on that, the high seas, and basically that kind of stuff all day. <laughs> Lou has passed out and is there's no chance of him waking up. It's near coma. Until the first rays of sun hit his eyelids and he's rudely awakened. As well as Raven, um, she's pretty much just passed out, recovering from these injuries, you know, but worn out. Um, as Kroll's working on his sword that night, though, he notices that Ferbert inches closer and closer to the edge of the nightstand. Every so often, he makes sure to get up and just kind of shove him back to the center like, no, 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 no. You stay right there, bud. Kroll notices the second time he goes to push Ferbert back that he almost clings on to his hands. Well, I know you want to hang out with me, bud, but it's it's nighty-night time. You, you need to get your sleep. Assuming you... Do you sleep? Hmm. Does vomit sleep? <laughs> Here, he, he sets him on the floor. Just stay out of trouble, my dude. And when you set him on the floor, you kind of see him, like, squishing up and down, like... It's fucking flubber! Does Ferber dream of vomit sheep? <laughs> I'm going to make him into flubber. It's going to happen. He is going to, he's going to be able to bounce around the room forever. After Crow sets him down on the floor, he notices this time Ferber is just inching closer to the bedstand and trying to, like... Crawl up the bed. How's that going for him? He's sticky. <laughs> Fascinating. You could be very useful in this here adventure of ours. I've had, I got thoughts and ideas for you, my friend. Just out, uh, you know, try to stay out of trouble as much as you can, because I'm gonna probably gonna get you into trouble soon enough. And for the rest of the night, he's just gonna kind of let um, Ferbert roam and the room. As Ferbert, as you keep working on your knife and. Your sword, and as the sun begins to come up, you've noticed that Ferbert has made his way up onto the bed and is almost to Kroll's foot. Kroll's gonna, Kroll's not gonna move. He's just gonna see what Ferbert does. Um, and he just keeps inching closer and closer to Kroll's foot, and then slimes on to the top of his foot and slowly starts making his way up his leg. Oh, if I could feel anything, that would be really weird. All right, buddy, enough of that. And he's gonna kind of wipe him off his leg and hold him or whatever, I guess. My son, my baby. Alright, buddy. We're gonna find you a container so you don't uh, wander off on me. He's gonna actually leave now as um, it becomes morning and head for a trade shop or whatever to find, like, jars or something that he can put forward in so that he doesn't just wander off. Okay. Raven, you are woken up around the time that Crow's leaving. And you're feeling pretty good this morning. Well covered. Long rested. Okay. Mm. Oh, I went to bed. Everything's magically better. Yeah, I feel I know, so right? much better. Last night didn't happen. <laughs> I didn't almost fucking die. I don't know what you're talking about. I, yeah, didn't, I didn't get tricked by Tilby or whatever his name is. Yep, so you're up and early. 
And I believe the two people in the other room are not up. Not up early. Nope. <laughs> so what's Raven going to do? Raven is probably going to go downstairs and get some breakfast. Some breakfast. The hotel actually doesn't have a kitchen, so you'd have to probably go down the street, look for a restaurant, or go to the Slippery Fish. Okay. I guess she gets dressed and she goes down, and she leaves to go get some breakfast. Some breakfast. Some breakfast. Some breakfast. Alright. Carl? Yo. So you said you're heading down the strip, um, looking for... A glass blower or something? Um, just like a jar that I can have put a lid on or something to seal him in so he doesn't just up and leave me. Because clearly he likes to wander. Get out of that. Doesn't seem to wander too far. Yes. In fact, that's quite the opposite. There's going to be that one time I'll be like, like... He's almost magnetized to you. Even still, I don't want him to just be like stuck sticking to me and then I rub up against <coughs> something and he becomes detached or something, you know. So I'm looking for yeah, I'm looking for a like a glass jar with a lid to stick him in. Okay. You know, you're walking down the strip right around the time that a lot of these shops are opening. So you actually see a shop that looks like it's selling pottery and other kinds of houseware plates and dishware, um, and you think that they might have something that, that would be suitable for you. All right. Um, but they're currently closed, so Skrull is going to wait yeah. for the owner. Yeah, he's just going to chill outside and let Ferber chill on his shoulder or something. You know, he's just going to be like, there you go, bud. All right, as you're waiting, um, you notice Ferber kind of slowly moves down your neck towards your chest. Okay, buddy. Watch out. What you doing there, Herbert? He finds his way right onto Curl's chest piece, and it sits, just kind of flattens out a little bit right on the center of his chest. Hmm. Well, that's fascinating. You gonna, you gonna stay there, bud? You're gonna, you're not gonna just fall off randomly, are you? Is there any re- reaction um, from kinda, I mean, he kind of, like, wiggles a little bit, but, like, there's not much. Well, all right. I think this is, you know, this will work for now. Maybe this will come in handy somehow. Since Ferbert's so keen on just sticking to his chess piece, he's just going to leave him there for now and um, go back to the hotel for now, I guess. Guess it's time to go wake our buds up, huh, buddy? And he's going to go wake up uh, certain drunkards. <laughs> um, on your way back up the street, you're passing Raven on the street. Ah, Raven, how's it going? Oh, hey, Curl. I gotta, I'm going to go wake up the boys. Oh, I'm just going to go get some breakfast. You look to be in a chipper mood today. Uh, not feeling too bad. That's good. That's good. Well, as long as you're feeling better today than you were the other day, that's a good thing. And Cole, yeah, Cole's going to the end to go wake up the other boys and discuss plans for the day. Raven makes her way to the Slippery Fish and secures herself a couple eggs, has a nice breakfast, and uh, heads back to the hotel. While Raven was getting her breakfast, Coral got back to the hotel um, and had woken up the two uh, drunkards. Yeah, he do- he doesn't just open the door and walk in. He's banging on the door like, like boom, boom, boom. Hey, you boys up yet? Hello? And then he opens the door. Hey, Lou, Ben. Oh, great. Ben, you've been, clearly you've been drinking too much because you look like yourself. Oh, what? Good. What? 
Up and out, boys. Rise and shine. Ooh. Time to get some breakfast in you. I don't know what you mean. Crow, what time is it? Morning. I know it's morning. It appears to be very early. Well, I wouldn't say it's quite that early. Lights are shining and the days are young. We need you to take about 50% off the top there. Sorry, bud. I only speak in one octave. Um, you oh. say the day is young. Could we wait until the day is a little bit older? All right, I want to get to its adolescence, but by then you better be up and around, because otherwise I'm dragging your asses out. And then he just slams the door shut, like, boom, just to annoy them. Um, and Regis Kroll is slamming this door shut. The door on the other side of the hallway opens. Kroll! Who's that? It's me, Tilby. Oh. down. Hey, oh, geez, there you are. Hey, Tilly, how's it going? Well, I talked to Harmy this morning. He's wanted to meet with all of you in about an hour. About an hour? Is that true? I mean, I guess I'm going to have to drag my friends out of bed, though. They're a little worse for wear. Oh, no. well, we'll all be worse for wear, I'm afraid. What do you mean there, bud? Oh, well, what happened yesterday with Raven, we need to address it. This is very true. Very true indeed. Let me get the, some breakfast for the boys so we can get them up and at them. Where's the strongest coffee around here? I'll have something sent over to wake the boys up. Meet me at Town Hall at uh, in an hour's time or so. Sounds good. I'll fetch Raven. And uh, Toby heads down the steps. He he actually walks over, back over to their door and bangs on it again. Hey, boys! you got an hour! We gotta meet the mayor's office or whatever. Town hall. Wait, the, the mayor? Yes, he wants to talk to us about what happened to Raven. Oh. Uh, mayor, get oh, yourselves up yes. to the mouth. Yes, okay, yes. Uh, oh, I'll be... An hour, you say? Yep. Oh, I'll be ready. They're sending um, some food over for you, so... Oh, wonderful. Uh, are you actually Ben now, or are you one of the other... Oh, he's Ben the chain... Like, he's in his changeling form. Oh, okay. Still. Ben! Ben! Uh, ben, are you going to be able to come and talk to the mayor? What? What? Give me, I don't know, few hours. Be right as rain. All right, I'll take that as a no then. <laughs> um, about 20 minutes later, you hear a knock on the door. And it's one of the attendants from the hotel carrying uh, a large tray. So yeah, so I open the door. Oh, thank you very much. Um, uh, this is um from the mayor's office. Oh, thank you. Uh, I I appreciate it. Uh, I'll give him uh five gold pieces. Thank you for your help. They nod and turn away and go down the steps. Lou has I got in the intervening twenty minutes. Got up and straightened his clothes out, washed his face off, you know all that good stuff. So he's gonna eat real quick. And when you open up the, the tray, you have some nice eggs and some bacon. Um, and then there's also uh, a pot of um, some nice smelling tea. Oh, lovely, lovely breakfast. Uh, ben, do you want any of this? Uh, ben has fallen back asleep. Well, I mm. suppose I'll leave a little bit for him. Lou's going to eat real quick and then uh, head out. 
his logic at this point is that Ben's not the best diplomat on when he's at his peak, and he's clearly not, so he's not going to press the issue here and <laughs> getting him out of bed. All right. Uh, Kroll, I think you uh, you met Raven outside the hotel. Hey there, Raven. Well, I got news from Pilby. The man wants to see us in an hour. We got Apparently we're dealing with the nymphs. I'm all ready to go. All right. Excellent. We just got to fetch uh, the princely boy and his attendant. And, uh, you know, some at some point, one of you went upstairs and talked to, to Lou, and he was getting ready, and you decided to just wait downstairs in the small sitting room. So Lou's all tucked away and comes down the steps. Good morning, everyone. Morning. Morning. Good to see you up in the back. Oh, where's our uh, homeboy? I do not believe he will be joining us. He, uh... Seems to be quite affected by the drinking last night. Oh, that's too bad. More numbers would have been better. All right, I think we're about ready. All right, so as we're walking to the mayor's office... So, Raven, could you, uh... I understand there was something with the nymphs to be dealed with. I, uh... I did not really catch what was going on last night. Could you fill me in? Yeah, um... They attacked me. What? Why? I have no idea. They seemed to really connect with you last time we saw them. That is rather confusing. You were the only one that could get through to them. Yeah. Uh, apparently they uh, they didn't want to talk anymore until they had to drag me out of the lake. Fascinating. You don't... What, what, what provoked it? I have no idea. I don't remember most of it. How how was that possible? I have no idea. What what do you remember? I remember getting dragged out of the lake. Mm. Remember, well, you remember going into the water, I'm re- being detained, and you remember them talking to you, and then you remember you don't really remember what happened, what was said, but you remember a nymph in your face and being detained, and then the next thing you remember is getting plunged under the water, and then Tilly pulling you out. Alright, I told them that then. <laughs> I told them that. Hmm. This is very troubling. I'll be honest with you, I was quite uh, optimistic about a diplomatic solution to this. So was I. Guess we'll have to deal with aggressive negotiations. You're right, the negotiations were sure. Crawl's <laughs> blood is now boiling at the thought of the nymphs not keeping their word with Raven. He's starting to get very, very irritated. Attacking you without provocation or anything, and we're here just to try and solve a problem, God damn it! Let's get to the mayor's office, boys! Young girl. Hey, cruel. What? Could you just take it easy, bud? We don't need uh, any problems while we're there, okay? Problems? They started it! I understand, and I appreciate how much you're into this, but we got to keep a cool head. Uh, no promises there, boy. I need, I need to kill something, you know? Just got that feeling in my blood. Whatever's left of it. Where's I need the feeling of blood. Yeah, right? It almost feels like I got blood in me again. Where's a chicken when I need it? Um, chicken! Chicken! So I think the three of you get to the mayor's office and uh, are led inside and... Again, you know, similar scene to before. 
you see Tilby and Hilby all. Tilby and Hilby. No. Tilby and Hilby. Tilby and Hilby. And Hillbilly. <laughs> and Anderson Silva for some Harmony. reason. <laughs> you see Tilby and Harmy at the large table at the back of the room. Um, and you actually roll a perception check for me. What do I see? Uh, Not a damn thing. Fifteen for me. I got ten. Um, as you walk in, um, you see the two of them talking over this table, and you see a few contraptions on the table. Kroll is, is unsure of what they really are, but Ben is able to see. Lou. Lou is able to see that there are these boxes. About the size of like, like a jack in a box. And they kind of have these cogs on the outside and some etching that he can kind of see as he's walking up. What the frack are those? And as you get closer, you hear Harmony. Oh, thank you all for coming. Thank you. Not a problem. We're going to get to kill something. Crow, calm down. Mr. Mayor, this d- development and situation is very troubling. Indeed. Uh, I believe that we are going to need to have to deal with this problem... Somewhat preemptively, it might seem. Do you... I'm sorry, I I do not mean to point fingers in any way, but did anyone from your office do something that might have provoked this? It just seems so strange. Last time we were there, Raven was the only one that they respected at all, and now they attack her? It just does not make sense to me. Ah, these sprites are... Like the water, they change all the time. You can't deal with them. Hmm. But Tilby here has has created some devices that I believe might be able to help us. Oh, yes, um, well, you see, what I have here is, um, essentially, uh, without getting into too much technical mumbo-jumbo, is, uh, it's a dispersal device for a dispelling spell. Hmm. Dispelling spell? Where are you dispelling? Well, you see, the 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 sprites are are um you know magical in nature, so we are going to push them further away so that they won't keep coming back up and causing us problems and attack our village. Will it kill them? Well, it might. Good. You have very little use killing them with sword or bow. Hmm. Fascinating how a tiny little contraption like this can cause so much damage. Raven's just sitting there like, mm-hmm, I don't like this. Even though they attacked her, she doesn't. She doesn't like the idea I, of just murdering them outright. Mister Mayor, if I may, I, I don't know if the potential full-scale extermination of this tribe of sprites is. The best way? That seems so drastic. If we don't take action now, it will only be a matter of time before they wipe out and completely eradicate my population. But uh, how... I mean, they confine themselves to the water. It seems like their offensive capabilities are somewhat limited. What do you mean? Well, if I may... If we attack them like this, then it, it's so much greater of a an attack than anything they could hope to mount against your city. You know not of their power, then. 
They command the very water. It's only a matter of time before they would completely wipe us out by the very means of life that we sustain ourselves with. Uh, Raven, you know something of these sprites. Is this possible? I mean, it's possible, but it's not very probable. Mm. Hmm. I must say, this is... This course of action is very troubling to me. Indeed, my boy. It was even troubling, more troubling to me to see Raven here go under the water. If I hadn't had the prototype of what I have in my hand now with me, I'm afraid uh, she might be a goner. Ah, yes. I had nearly forgotten. I was meaning to ask you, Raven seems to have uh, quite a bit of a gap in her memory of events, uh, could you perhaps fill us in or tell us what you saw? Well, sure, I just did. You see, she went in through the water and immediately the sprites were aggressive in nature. She was detained and I started to push closer as I s- suspected the situation might go south. And... Before I could even get close enough to the bank to throw the bomb, I saw her go under. What do you think caused them to be all violent-like and all that? Just like Harmy said, uh, those sprites are wishy-washy. Who knows? It could have just been a wrong word. Uh, Maybe perhaps the promise that they thought that your friend made, uh, they were lacking. Well, maybe we ought to go have a little chat, chit chat with these here sprites. Can I roll to see if I believe <laughs> Tilby? Like, if I believe he's telling me the full truth? Um, roll an investigation check with disadvantage. Ah. Uh, if only that was advantage. Damn it! <laughs> so, with disadvantage, you said investigation? Yeah. Okay. Um, or, sorry, ins- I think insight. How about investigation? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, for doing investigation. It's uh, or I'm sorry, doing insight. So it's a fifteen. Um, with a fifteen, Lou, who has um, done a lot of his research in books. I mean, like you know, he's he's knowledgeable, but he lacks the experience. Well, okay, hold on. Let's just just let me finish. What he kind of senses is that he feels like there still is a piece missing, you know, like, as far as the whole story goes, but he doesn't really know what that piece is. Okay. I will say, Lou is knowledgeable about negotiation. Yeah. But I'm just talking about, like, history in general, like, reading of situations and deceit in the, you know, in, in stories, you know. When you're reading about history, you get to see it in its full picture. You get to see where the lie goes, the whole thread, you know? Right. I guess. I was just saying, like, he has done this kind of stuff at the palace because, you know, working... That's kind of the only practical experience that he has. Right. But, yeah. Um, okay. He still So he still senses something. There's a, there's a piece missing to the puzzle, but he's not sure, you know, what he has. Raven is right. forgetting something, so he he's like... He's not sure if it's the fact that right. Raven's I, missing that piece, you know, or what yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. I understand. Okay. All right. Tilby. Uh, 
How long would it take to put your plan into action? Well, I have, um, I've been working all night on these right here. Um, and he kind of motions to the table and you see about ten bombs of these small cubes. Right. My hope is that, um, just the first wave will repel them and let them know that if it gets to it, we will fight for our lives. Well, all right. Um, perhaps then this afternoon we, uh, put this plan into motion. This afternoon? Very good, very good. Yes, I will get all the preparations put together. All right. Uh, we shall meet you, uh, I suppose, back here. Be three o'clock? Oh, sure. Mid-afternoon will do. All right. Uh, my companions and I will uh, take our leave then. Hey everybody, RJ here. I hope you're enjoying this episode of Realms and Nerds. If you are and you aren't already, please make sure to hit the subscribe button and turn on notifications so you know when our new episodes come out. Maybe share the show with somebody that you think may also enjoy it. It is one of the best ways to help the podcast. Thank you to our friend Kyle for composing the main theme to the podcast. And of course, thank you to every single one of you for listening to the show. After we walk out more a few paces away from the building, Tilby knows something he's not saying. Can't say I'm surprised, working with the mayor and everything. Politics is always bad. I'm not sure exactly what, but when I asked him to confirm Raven's story, something about the way he talked just did not quite ring true to me. Well, then there's only one solution. We go down to the nymphs and we talk to him ourselves without him around. What do you think, Raven? I don't know, but I'm, I'm more likely to trust you than I am to trust a total stranger like Tilby. Well, don't worry. You'll have me by your side. Them nymphs won't be pulling you underwater while I'm around. Thank you, Crow. Indeed. Um, Raven, if you would, um... Stay here close to the building. Uh, keep an eye out and see if Tilby goes anywhere. Uh, Kroll and I will go and fetch Ben. Meet us at the gate in, say, a half hour. All right. I can do that. If he doesn't get his ass and, out of bread, I'll drag him. And uh, she turns into... Would you say that rats are pretty common in this place? Rats are common. Yeah, I mean, like... Yeah, then she walks. Some, I mean, like it's not common to see a rat running down the street in the middle of the day, but you might see one scurrying down a back alley. So would like a cat be like if I turned into a cat and just sat there in the sun? Would he? Would he suspect something? Is that what you want to do? 
I want to become an inconspicuous animal. Listen, listen. Okay, you know what? Listen, I'm gonna it's do a, like spies I'm in disguise. Do a, I'm going to become a pigeon. I'm going to do an insight. I can't turn into a pigeon. I can't turn into a flying I can't turn into a flying animal right now. Oh, that's right. You're too um, I'm going to do an insight check to see if I've seen any other animals around here that would be nimble enough to, to like, follow him, but still inconspicuous enough for people to be, like, or for people not to notice. Ooh, fuck. Yeah, I I don't I don't know shit. Uh, <coughs> just become a rat. They're small. You can hide. Yeah. I guess I'll just turn into a rat then. Okay. And just sit near. The I door. mean, I I I don't see huge difference between a cat or a rat. My main question is going to be: Have you seen a cat? You know, I I mean, so. I mean, yeah. Well, no, because she's lived in the forest most of her life, and cats are domestic animals. So. Yeah, she probably and they stick to town, so she probably she's probably seen a rat <gasps> or a squirrel. A she's already turned into a squirrel, but no. Okay, so you're just gonna wild shape into a rat mm-hmm. and chill, just kind of near the the town hall. Mm-hmm. Okay, and a, like in a nook or a cranny that people don't can't really notice. So sure, that, I mean most people aren't looking. Rats blend in. Crawl and. Lou are heading back to the hotel. Yeah, we're hustling back to the hotel real quick. <laughs> when we get there, is uh, and we go in the room, is Ben awake? How long have they been gone? Um, well, we maybe twenty minutes. Uh, that meeting took twenty <laughs> minutes. Wow. Yeah, no. If it's only been twenty minutes, he's no. I mean, like we had walk, to walk there, walk there, meet, come back. Still, that meeting lasted like plus. Okay, yeah, makes sense. Um, anyways, yeah, if it's been that short of an amount of time, he's definitely not awake. If When Kroll sees this, he's going to walk up to him, grab him by the ankle, and start dragging him out the door. Time to go! Ben, no time for sleeping! Uh, We're going to go uh, to the next. Uh, what, what's going on? He, he, he grabs our ankle and starts shaking him. Wake up, bud! Come on! Get up! I'll down, boy! Can I get a constitution check? Uh, 11. As Ben is being shaken by the ankles, uh, just a, just a, oh, a little bit of throw up comes out. <laughs> a little bit of acid reflux coming on. <laughs> oh. Come on, man! Get your butt up! I ain't got time to wait. Um, we only got till 3 o'clock. Ben, listen, we're going out to talk to the sprites. We, we need you to be at least mobile. Well, definitely mobile. Come on, we'll get him down, get him on his horse, and he will just give me ten minutes, I'll be down there. You got ten minutes. If you're not down there by then, I'm going to pick you up, throw you on your horse, and we're off. And he just drops his ankles and walks down to the entrance of the inn, I guess. Get everything ready. Cool. You go and uh, saddle the horses. I will stay here uh, if... Tilby comes back, us suddenly preparing our mounts might be suspicious to him. I'll make sure that he doesn't see anything. Sounds good. And Kroll does that. Kroll goes to saddle the horses. So yeah, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna kinda chill at the front of the building, sort of nonchalant, kind of uh you know, ready to run interference if anybody shows up. <laughs> okay. Nonchalant. Nonchalant. Non-challenge. After a couple of minutes waiting outside, Lou is passed by the door, 
um, as they're exiting the hotel by Rackle. Oh, uh, good morning, Prince. Uh, Lou, Lou, Lou. Uh, good morning, friend. Uh, uh, I'm terribly sorry. I. Uh, oh, your I name? was watching you last night. I understand. Rackle. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Are you uh, heading out? Oh, I think I'm going to spend another day in the tavern here. If uh, you're interested, I'd be willing to do double or nothing on those bets from last night. Uh, well, we shall see. I, uh, I have a bit of business to attend to, but perhaps I'll see you this evening. Um, good luck with your business. And uh, you as well. And you see him uh, head down the street towards the tavern. Would you say he saunters? <laughs> There's some swagger. <laughs> okay, but other than him, nobody else, like, of note comes walking by? No, uh, in fact, you notice some some room service happening inside of the hotel, but nothing's really... You don't notice anyone else leaving the building or coming in. All right. Does Ben come down within the allotted ten minutes? Yeah, basically, he drug himself up from the floor, saw and ate the remaining breakfast, and then, like, got a fresh pair of clothes and his equipment and begrudgingly went downstairs. Alrighty. Um, in, in this meantime, as Raven has been sitting outside of outside of town hall. Um, she's noticed uh, a few people go in. She noticed a couple of shopkeepers um, potentially going in to pay some sort of tax or meet with the mayor, whatever it might be. But you don't see anyone exit other than the people that you saw enter. Okay. All right. Well, I think the three of us are just mounting up and then uh, heading to the, the front gate. Is it just the three of you leaving? Well, we told Ra- yeah, Raven's gonna meet. Remember, I said meet oh. us in a half hour at the front gate. I understand. We just wanted to see if old Tilby was gonna do the. You know, as soon as we leave, he dashes out and runs somewhere. Just want to make sure he's not trying to put some plans in motion behind our back. I guess she'll then head back and whatnot. You're gonna head back to the gate to the gate and meet up with the rest yep. of them. Okay. Raven comes. Walk. Do you change back into normal form? Or? Not until we're out of the city. Okay. So you scurry out as a rat, mm-hmm. and then just runs up Kroll's leg. <laughs> um. So uh, the Meet three my of you see a small rat come crawling out of the city. You could like. She's blue. It, it, it's a okay. blue, it's a blue colored rat, and you're like, that's not normal. Nobody's gonna notice a rat. Oh, fuck, that rat's blue. What the hell? <laughs> I didn't know you, but I'd say that might be our little friend there. The druid girl. Where are, uh, Silver and Sauna? What an excellent question. Raven, like, waves her little paw at Kroll. <laughs> he just nods. And then she crawls up his shoulder and sits on his shoulder. Ben, looking at Kroll. Kroll, Kroll, you've got... And he takes out a little, um... Like a handkerchief. He's like, you got something and rubs the handkerchief on Kroll's chest. Buddy, I wouldn't do that. Well, you've got, you've got something. He, like, grabs his hand, just shoves it away. Buddy, that, that's supposed to be there. 
It's intentional. Uh, roll perception check. Fourteen. What you notice is this slime that's on his chest. You, you noticed it's white, kind of. Like I said, it's kind of like this. You know, it's like this color of protein. It's just like. Listen, we all know it what looks it like looks cum. like. It looks like cum. It looks like. It looks like cum. <laughs> we didn't have to say it. We could just say we all know what it looks like. But then it has this one cherry-sized kind of. It's like an indent and then like a clear film that goes over it. So it kind of looks like an eye, but it's not really... There's no lid or really an eyeball. Okay, well, was I able to wipe him off of his chest when I... No. Boy, okay. I doubt it. Well, you've That's got something that you need That's to just my friend, new friend, Ferbert. Oh, A little yes. slime guy I found in the, out uh, while I was out and about the other night. He... Yes. He's I, really friendly. I recall now. Uh, whatever. To answer okay. your question, though, Sana is on her way, you know, probably back at this point. Um, you don't know exactly where she is. She went to go deliver a message. Oh, that's right. Westport. Yeah. Um, and Silver is, oh, I don't know, you guys went fishing and came back, mm-hmm. and then gone she was. He, I don't know. I don't remember. I know. I remember. I found out that. Oh, he wait. He stayed we went, in the hotel. Yeah, we went back to the hotel, went, and then I had to go back. fetch Lou after I found out where he was. He so, was just um, He just shimmying and shaking, man. He just found <laughs> him. <laughs> Five hours later. Yo, man, why did anybody wake me up? <laughs> I've been taking a cat nap, but like a bunch got. in a row, man. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh wait. I think you have seen a cat, because Silver turns into cats sometimes. Oh, well. Silver did turn into a cat when you guys originally met. Has he since then? Don't know. I don't know. Whatever. I'm going to say no. So is Silver not with us then? Um, Where'd everybody go? I don't know. Well. I mean, Ben didn't think to, like, go get him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was also just sleeping in the room. Um, I mean, he's a sentient being. You don't have to go get him. He can do what he wants. Right. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> he generally does do what he wants. Yeah. But, like, I hadn't... Ben hadn't really interacted with him since they got back initially before That's Ben went to get Lou. All right, DM, I guess it's your decision. Uh, as Ben is pulling himself to his feet, trying to get ready. <laughs> Yo, what's up, man? Oh, you look terrible, dude. Yes, I I think I got drunk last night again. It feels like I got hit by a hammer. Yeah, you kind of look like it, too. Where are you going? Uh, they said we've got to go to talk to the nymphs at the water. That sounds like a fun time. I guess. You want some company? If you want, I see no issue. An extra set of eyes might be helpful, especially since I'm not on my A game. Have you seen my pants anywhere? I've been looking for them for a couple minutes now. Pants, pants, pants. The things I wear down here. (laughs) Those things in the corner. 
Oh, thank you. Turns out they're actually socks. <laughs> they're fucking shredded. <laughs> it's a it's a fucking like long sleeve shirt. <laughs> and it's like no, they're just close. like they're just like knotted up close for enough. some reason. <laughs> He's tied them into like the legs into a bunch of knots. He's like, what the fuck, man? Come well, that was when uh, that was when uh, the Gwendolyn popped through. She was practicing her rope craft with the pants. <laughs> Who knows? There it was cycling through and getting mishmashes of body parts. Oh god! Oof! <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to know him. <laughs> Gareth bot- bottom, Gwendolyn and top. Uh, uh, we were all thinking it. All right, all right. So when Ben comes down, he has a pair of dragging with him. Okay. And now we can fast forward back to where we were. <laughs> Meanwhile, at the Hall of Justice, <laughs> Aquaman makes a tuna sandwich because it's all he's good for. <laughs> oh my gosh, you killed my children. <laughs> Your children were tasty. I can't help it. <laughs> Soon it will be you. Mm. Soon the great harvest of the fish will come, and it will be you. <laughs> We wa- we skipped a letter, and instead of making a... All right, let's rewind. <laughs> All right. Raven comes crawling up, and... I'm going to say that she actually, smelling fervor, she actually crawls onto Lou's shoulder. No, she's... Oh, she's... Oh, oh, she, oh not, I got you. Know what like, said. Not when I said. Yeah, and she crawls up on Lou, or she waves at Lou, and it's just like, hey... What's going on? And then she crawls on his shoulder. I'm not going to bother becoming a person. I can be an animal and hitchhike. I mean, yeah. Easy. Raven, I must say, this trick that you do is quite entertaining at times. Wait, can, can I talk as a human while I'm an animal? No, no, I can't because... No, you cannot. That is not how that works. Unless the animal has the ability to speak. But I don't know if there are any beasts that can speak. You can hear, you can hear like a click of teeth. Ah, uh-huh. hilarious. All right, let us be off quickly. We do not have much time. So lunch. <coughs> We're taking off. We're headed for the the, the sprites. All right, Richard Shore. Yeah, coconut shells is better. Alright, so what is the party's objective exactly? To kill the sprites! Um, I, 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 I guess sprites. as you guys are heading down the the riverbed, are you guys discussing? Talking to me? <laughs> Probably be good. So what's the plan when we get there? I know we're going to negotiate, but I kind of want to kill something really bad. Well, the beginning of the plan is you staying in the back, Kroll. I don't know if that's possible. What if they... Take her under the water again. Well, then you can jump in and kill all of them, obviously. However, like I said, I don't know what's going on. I don't think any of us really do. No, not even me, and I was there. But all I know is that when Tilby told his version of the story, something didn't seem right. And I don't know, maybe he's a little more shaken up than he's letting on, and it's just the nerves. I'm not sure, but I just... Before we take on drastic actions that may potentially wipe out all of them, I I just want to be sure. 
Very well. Give me five minutes. Uh, Raven, how uh, how comfortable are you with this? Not at all, but I... You're a rat. I thought she, I thought she was changing back once we left the city. I yeah, I was going to. As he, soon as when when we were out of eyeshot, I was going to turn back into Low Raven. All right. Well, I guess you should probably. So, are you riding with somebody then? Because you don't have a horse. Correct. Walking, you are. Yes, I'm walking. Sucks to suck. Or you could ride with them. I mean, more galloping to keep up with horse pace. Is that you running? I said, don't you normally turn into a deer when you're with us? Yeah, but... I took a little... Well, I guess I can waste... Well, what am I going to use my other wild shapes for? So I guess I turn into a... (laughs) You're going to regret not being a fish in a minute. Okay, (laughs) let's just say we're having this discussion quickly before she turns into a deer or whatever. (laughs) She's like in the air in the middle of the bridging and reaching. so the party rides a short ways down the riverbank, and then Raven jumps off of Lou's shoulder... And turns back into herself, and you guys have a small discussion. Right, so, which we are in the middle of. <laughs> so, Raven, how comfortable are you with this? Not at all, but, um, you know, sometimes you just gotta suck it up and get it done. Alright, we're into that. Alright. And, Ben, how, uh, how capable are you? I can do what needs to be done as long as I don't need to do a lot. I'm mostly here for moral support, but I can do what I gotta do if it comes down to it. Alright then. Ben and I will take the lead and approach the water. Raven, you and Kroll stay a few paces behind and watch closely. If anything goes wrong, jump in and intervene. Very well. Can do. All right, then. Let's hurry up and get there as quick as we can. We don't have much time. Raven, you may need to turn into something a bit faster. Turns into a deep. All right. And the party is heading down the river? Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you just going down the river looking for the sprites, or...? We're looking for the area that we usually meet them at. That. The area you were at before. Yeah. Quick point of note, because I've said... Both things, I think, and I think other people have too. Are they sprites or nymphs? What's a word? Well, so technically in the D&D verse, there's no stats for water sprites. Okay. Um, there are stats for nymphs. They're the same. Do I guess, people, okay. Man. We're people. They they are, they're the water people. They are creatures of water, and okay. their essence is tied to the water. Should I call them sprites? Is that kind of what you want to go yeah, with? Yeah, we'll go with sprites. Okay. Call them tuna for all I care. I For continuity's just sake... Just don't call them for dinner! I just, for continuity's sake, we've gone back and forth, and I just wanted to clarify what we were calling them. We'll call them but. bubbly, almost flavorless lemon water. <laughs> Bubble boo! Yeah. So anyways, yes, I think at this point we're just trying to find them. I mean, going towards the area where we've seen them in the past. Okay, which was about a half hour's ride. Down the riverbank. Yeah. From the town. Uh, okay, so you guys come galloping up on the area, um, and you see a few sprites um, kind of sitting on the rocks and playing in the water, and as you approach, they all group together in the center of the river, and they're all glaring at you. 
Pearl's just glaring right back at him, but he promised to stay back for just a hair. Alright, uh, I'm gonna dismount. Uh, as does Ben. And stride up, um, to the, like, not into the water, but, like, you know, the edge. A, a few feet from the edge. Okay. River sprites, you have harmed my friend without any perceived provocation. What is your defense for this? You see them all kind of look at each other, and then from the group, one kind of walks in front. What are you referring to? My friend here gestures back to Raven. She stole a fucking D. <laughs> Oh, when uh, when uh, when Lou gestures to her, she turns back into a furball, and she's like, "Oh fuck, okay, oh, yeah, yeah." My friend here, she visited you yesterday, did she not? Yes, she did, with a very dark force coming with her. Listen, I don't know who you're calling a dark force, but she is Tilpy. She's mostly very nice. Hey, Prince. The only person that was with me was Tilby. Yes, that seedy gnome. Wait, I, I... I... Listen, I... My friend came back with terrible injuries. Her mind was confused and she had said she had been drowned by you. What, what, what did you do to her? We did nothing. Though the attack to her came not from us, but from a beast. A, a beast? What sort of a beast? The shape of a bear, but the energy of something else. Hmm. So you claim to be blameless in this? Indeed. Until uh, he has shown his hand, it is only a matter of time before he tries to exterminate us. We plan on taking a aggressive approach. We gave you time. Can I roll to see if I think that the sprite's telling the truth? Sure. Uh, what are we doing for that? Um, insight? insight again? Uh, that's a 16. You have no reason to doubt anything that's coming from the sprite. If what you say is true... Then this is very troubling. I, um... I understand that you feel that you have been greatly wronged. But you must understand this Tilby was deceiving all of us and has been deceiving the mayor of the town for what appears to be some time. I know you are angry, but now that we have reason to believe that Tilby is in fact the one that is controlling things. Would you give us one more chance to set things right before this escalates? Yeah, that's quite my boot up his ass. <laughs> I fear that you lack the strength you have until nightfall. Very well. I will accept this. As you say, I will accept this. You see her dissolve into the water, and the rest of them also plunge into the water. Oh. Oh. Well, they're gone. That only leaves us one choice! Yeah, they do that. They do that. We kill that little fucker on the stilts. 
They're not much for goodbyes, are no, they? No, no. They're, they're not much for talk anyway, to begin with. Uh, okay. Kroll, listen to me. There is a very good chance that you will get to kill Tilby. Yes! However, however, we do need to make sure that the mayor stays on our side in this. If we just walk in and kill him, and then claim that he was bad afterwards, that puts us in a very awkward position. Then we call out! So listen, if he used some kind of magic on me to forget this whole thing, don't you think the mayor would remember that after we get rid of Tilby, the mayor would remember that we that he used magic on him too? Uh, I don't really know. I, I'm not a magic user myself. Um, I am. Is is that the way that this works? I mean, I, I think so. I think I've heard that illusion magic works that way. DM, is this a, a Theoden situation? <laughs> um, if we free him from his bonds, will he remember the bad guy? <laughs> and then he'll kick him out. You're free to believe steps. that. <laughs> okay. okay. Let's go kill Grima Wormtongue. <clears throat> no, no, you have no power. All right. Um, <laughs> and what if this bear that had an evil presence that they spoke of, what could that be? Well, we did fight demons a while back. Do you suppose it's some kind of demon? It could be, but they were in that black cloud. There's no cloud here. You didn't see a cloud when you came yesterday, did you? Demons no. come in many forms, my friend. And there are many ways to summon them. Let me tell you what. Mm. Let me tell you what. I tell you what. I tell you what. There's a lot of demons out there. See here. Many ways. Now, Crow, with your magic, is there any way that you can fix Raven's mind so that she remembers what truly happened? I'm afraid not. I'm not a healer of any sorts. I'm afraid I'm only good for killing now. Well, then, if there are no objections, I believe our best course of action is to go to the mayor, confront Tilby, and see what comes of it. And as the party is about ready to leave and head back to town, they hear a screech of an eagle. Is it Sauna? Perception check! Who else could it be? I don't know. We saw that one that was... Uh, 16 for me. And that's not great. Pretty sure that's a 6 from old Kroll. Yeah. Um, that's a plus 8%. Yeah, that's a critical fail. Um, Lou and Raven see a red-winged bird take off from a tree um, on the other side of the forest, heading upstream. There, look! The, a, a bird with red wings! It's like what we saw before, Raven. You wouldn't... Remember this, this was before we met you, but we've seen that same bird. Uh, oh, oh. It, it followed right. us last time, and it was... We saw... that There was that dead animal, right? Right after we saw the bird. It's a demon, I tell you what. Or may have something worse. What could be worse? You'd be surprised. What was doing following us? Maybe it works for Tiamat. Is the bird, like... Actively like leaving, or is it? Yeah, you following? see it take off and head down up the river. Okay, so, so away from the way we're going. Not, no, no, it's heading towards town. Towards town. 
Well, the town isn't the town downriver from where we went. No, because the dam would affect them by mm-hmm. being upriver. Oh, okay. I'm good. Got it. We're good. We're Gucci. Got it. I forgot how water works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. We're good now. All right. Let's head back to town. Very suspicious. This is not good. We need to get back as quick as we can. Uh, Crawl digs his heels into his horse and Should takes I follow off. that bird man? Uh, yes, follow it. Silver is going to jump off of Ben's shoulder and take flight. Ben, is Silver following that bird? Yes. Oh, that's good. That's good thinking. Perhaps he could keep an eye on the bird. The, the, the thanks should be to him. It was his idea. I'm still over here nursing a bit of a headache. Well, I can't thank him. He won't talk to me, but that's we can discuss it later. Let's go. Crow's already taken off. By yeah, now. we return to town post-haste. Post-haste. The, the coconuts are going quickly. Um, okay, you guys get back to town and rip through the gate. And where are you guys headed? Straight for town hall. Do the we, mayor's office. Do we crush the gatekeeper? <laughs> the gate's open. Okay. Good. All right. So, yeah, we... Yeah. Like he said, to the mayor's office. You all dismount and throw open the doors to town hall? As we're, as we're striding into the office, Kroll, you must keep a sharp eye out. Not a problem. I intend to confront him, but if he tries anything violent or magical... Well, I already know what I'm going to do with him if he tries to make a run for it, or tries to fight. <laughs> then you understand. Very well. Raven, you must support me. Ben still doesn't look great. And dear Raven nods. Alright, I'm going to just walk up and just, like, throw the door open to the mayor's office. Oh, you're back so soon, are you ready now? Ready, yes. For your plan, perhaps not. Mr. Mayor, we have uncovered a plot. Tilby has been deceiving you. He is in fact a powerful sorcerer. He's been tinkering with your mind. It was he that attacked Raven yesterday. He wiped her mind of the memory so she would not know of his misdeeds. There's a chilling silence in the room as everyone is holding their breath. And then you just hear Tilby let out an eerie, blood-curdling... <laughs> oh. I thought you all could be pawns, but perhaps I'll have to deal with you more directly.